Hello, listeners. This is First in Gold with Freddie and Pete, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. It's no secret yesterday uh, with, with fields throwing and, you know, the number of teams that were there. Um, I guess, you know, the, the first thing that kind of came to mind was, did you, from what you read, you know, see or feel like the needle for him specifically moved at all in regards to being closer to to the Niners for them to pick fields at three? Uh, I, I would say it slightly moved it. Um, just It just gave him that reaffirmation that, that he has all the skills that you you're looking for nowadays in quarterbacks. Um, he can run it. He's mobile, uh, doing boots. Uh, he can throw very well on the run as you saw, and he can throw it strong. Um, I had heard some of the knocks that they were saying about him, about his, his technique and his arm throw and, and saying, because, Oh, possibly because he played uh, baseball, it ruined his quarterback mechanics. But I, I don't know. Like when you hear those kind of knocks on these high-profile uh, prospects that are going to go, you know, top five picks, it's like are other teams just saying this so that maybe they'll slide and, and fall to them? Because like John Elway, one of the greatest quarterbacks, he played baseball. Uh, Russ played baseball, and Russell Wilson, and look at how they're doing. You know, like there's that's just like um. And then you talk. I don't know if Philip Rivers ever played baseball, but he has some of the worst mechanics I've ever seen. And he had a long career sure. in, in 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 the NFL. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't get all that stuff. But yeah, for me, it's it just solidified that he he has to go to three to to the Forty ers Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Um, there, there's no question that Fields uh, looks the part, right, in terms of his first pro day and the body of work with this film and what he's done the last two years at Ohio State. And we had mentioned this before, you know, being pretty much a top name throughout his whole life, really, in terms of uh, his upbringing and uh, high school and college. And, you know, he, he's, he's always been that top name besides Trevor Lawrence to uh, pay attention to. So the resume is there, right? And he passes the eye test. I think, as you mentioned, reaffirmation is, is probably a good word to use for yesterday. Um, he, he, he did what was asked of him. He made all the throws. Um, if you see some of those deep throws, I mean, the, the, they were dimes. Mm-hmm. They were absolute fucking dimes. And, um, you know, how could you not get excited about picturing Debo or IU, you know, stretching the field with, with some of those catches, you know? And that's something that I, I really hope that, aside from us, but a lot of people can start to realize that there is a big difference between Justin Fields and, and Mac Jones. There just is. And as much shit as we give McCorkle, you know, he, the tape doesn't lie, you know, in terms of, uh, what we see on film and granted, you know, I know they played Alabama and, you know, he had all-star talent around him. but if you look at the ball placement and just the way that comes out of his hand, like it's just, it's two different people really and two different breeds in terms of, uh, what, you know, one is more of a generational transcendent player and the other is just a guy, you right. know, and, and, and number three, I, I need you to be more than just a guy. <laughs> I need you to, I need you to have some qualities that, you know, I could only pick about, you know, five or six people in the world that back things, right? I mean, that that's kind of the, the mindset you want to have. So um, I agree with you. The needle should have moved. Um, in fact, I, I would be comfortable enough to say, you know, if we made it public that we're taking fields three by next week, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that because th- there shouldn't be any debate at this point. Now, now Trey might come out on 
you know, blow us away as well. But um, that that's a whole other conversation, I think, in regards to what that means for Jimmy and, and how that all shakes out. Yeah, I, I don't always put a, a whole bunch of uh, stock into pro days. I think mostly they can only hurt quarterbacks. Because if you see a guy, mm-hmm. you know, there's no defense and you're, you're, you're going with your wide receivers, your guys, and if you're missing throws and there's no defense, no pressure, that just looks bad on you. Like, I, yeah. what gives NFL teams any right to believe that you're going to be better when there's NFL defenses now, you know, right. going against you? If you can't hit them when there's nobody there. So, like, that for me, like, definitely put Mac Jones out because he missed a lot of throws and, and there's no defense. Um, one other thing I want to ask you that was kind of interesting that the Jets decided to show up for Fields' second pro day. If they were so big on Wilson already, or or is it possible that they might go Fields? What do you what do you think on that? What's your take? I, I think we need to leave the door open for Fields going too. Uh, it, it is, and we talked about how you know he to me fits more of what Salah has seen um, during you know when he was in Seattle and 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 the comparisons to, to Russ. And I think that Fields, to me, just feels like a better fit for his philosophy and, and the way he's looked at quarterbacks and the way he's talked to certain quarterbacks that, um, you know, Justin Fields. So, yeah, that as much as I love and the idea of Fields at three, I'm also preparing for the fact that he might be gone by three. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and that's okay. And maybe that, and maybe that was the 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 whole um, the thought the whole time. smoke screen from yeah. the beginning. Yeah, you know, maybe that's that that's what you know Salah inch to you know, to to Lynch and and to Shanahan is that you know that they that they were probably leaning towards Field. So if you want to take the the third pick you know Wilson might be your guy yeah yeah that's because that's so, what I was kind of thinking that's why the maybe the Niners didn't try to trade up with the Jets no report saying that they ever tried to make a, a trade with the Jets to move up and then it came out today that they offered actually a first round pick for Darnold and the Jets declined that and then later traded him for less but um yeah so we had talked Niners about that before thinking that maybe yeah. maybe that the um the Jets were already sold on fields and, you know, having Sala having a close relationship with Kyle, maybe they already talked about, yeah, we're going fields this way. And then once, cause once uh, the 49ers made the trade, it was on um, Zach Wilson's pro day. So once they saw that up close and maybe that just sold, you know, sold them, uh, gave them the green light to want to trade everything, you know, the, the next couple of years, first round picks to move up to three to get Zach Wilson. Either way to me, I think right. one of those quarterbacks is going to be great in the league. So I'm not worried. I just don't want to see Mac Jones in red and gold. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I can tell you just by being out here yesterday and walking around the stadium, I was uh, approached by two different people because I was wearing a Justin Fields jersey and, and they were asking me my thoughts and do, do I think, you know, we're going to take them. And um, they basically literally just echoed what you just said. They're like, well, just as long as we don't get, you know, fucking Mac Jones, then that's all I care about. And, and that that's the sentiment out here pretty much. I mean, you know, people are, are obviously on um, on high alert because that's the name that keeps being thrown out. But I, I, as I mentioned to you before, I think the Niners are in a great position. If, if Wilson does go to Fields, theoretically still is the better prospect based on just how you look at him and the system he'd fall into if he gets drafted by San Francisco. If Fields goes two to the Jets, then 
theoretically, I mean, we we know that the Niners do like Wilson because of, he's a BYU product, and you know Steve Young has high praise for him, and he'd be a great face of the franchise and can kind of step into that um, and do a lot of things that are Aaron Rodgers or Mahomes-esque in terms of his arm talent. So he's an exciting player to watch as well. Either way, the narrative to me still favors the 49ers, whether it's Wilson or Fields. And you can't really say, oh, they're just getting the scraps of what the Jets didn't want, because I truthfully feel that like either one is still going to be the better fit more than whoever the Jets do take, right? Mm-hmm. So if the Jets do take Fields, like Fields doesn't have an offense. I mean, who's he thrown to? Corey Davis and um, the the fucking tight end who was like overrated that everyone kept talking about. I don't, I don't know his name. You have no running back. I mean, are they going to bring back Frank Gore? You know, to to run the rock. I mean, out there, like they got Tevin Coleman, but if you saw Tevin Coleman last year, that guy could barely give you two yards of carry. You know? Yeah, that's not going to so, get it done. No, no. So. Um, you know, I, I think we, we talked about obviously the three spot, but just, you know, if you had, if you had a high level, it like, what else do you think the Niners are going to be looking at you know, on day two and three? Um, and why do you think that they should be looking at, you know, just a few of those positions? So in, in terms of need positions, um, I have four, four main ones and it's going to be wide receiver. It's going to mm-hmm. be the edge cornerback. And then I think interior offensive line. Okay. And for me, looking at the depth depth chart, wide receiver outside of Debo and Ayuk, they don't really have much depth. They have some veterans mm-hmm. like Mohamed Sanu, Travis mm-hmm. Benjamin, mm-hmm. and was it Kevin White. But like, yeah. I don't put a lot of faith in those guys. I I, I don't know. I, I like to see there might be some options available. We'll have to, I'm going to look into that more and see who what kind of guys uh, I like for the 49ers coming out. Um, but yeah, they definitely need, especially since they lost uh, Kendrick Bourne, who was kind of like you know, uh, he, he was like a big on third downs. He was big yeah, on third downs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he came came up on on some some big plays here and there. Uh, I don't see Richie James doing that, and if he gets hurt, then we're kind of out on a return guy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that they need to kind of look there for for a piece. Uh, Edge. But I mean, you can always you know both get hurt. Yeah, they could both get hurt, and then you're really kind of screwed. Um, right. At edge, I mean, you can always just use, you know, more guys there, high-level guys there. Um, so there's that. I mean, outside of Nick Bosa, if he gets hurt, Ford's looking like he might not play. Who knows if he does? It's probably going to be very limited. So, um, yeah, you gotta you got to fill that and get some depth there. And then cornerback gets more for next year. Um we got our guys now, but if one of those guys gets hurt as well, that's uh, it's not yes. looking good. I don't believe in Dante Johnson much. Um, so that would need to be filled. That could be probably the biggest position uh, needed since they're all of them. Verrett and uh, Kwan Williams are both on one-year contracts, I believe. I think Mosley has a two-year deal, so he'll still be around. But you need a guy that's going to be there next year, and you probably want to bring him in now to kind of develop and be in a better position to start next year if you don't, again, yeah. bring back Verrett or Williams or some other free agent. Right. Offensive line, it's just the interior. It's the depth that you're going to need. We've had <laughs> big problems there at center for the what last year and a half or so. Um, and then right guard, you could probably upgrade, I think, what looks like Brunskill might be slotted there. So 
just in and also creating a little bit of um uh what do you want to call it um oh, i'm lost of words um competition yeah you want to have right. a little competition there and, and push each other to get a little bit better um yeah. left tackle solid solid there right tackle who knows um they might not want to pay mcglinchy next year so but maybe i wouldn't, gonna, I wouldn't. yeah no. i mean unless he doesn't have that uh high of a price tag which who knows but um no. we'll see what do you it, think uh, are those positions uh you think those positions are, are what they're going to be looking at day two and probably early day three I think what you have to remember is what happened in 2018 and what happened last year and, and why it happened. Right. What I mean by that is, you know, the, the 2018 season was marred by the injuries, but the way that they lost was for a couple of reasons. And, and we can even mirror this for last year, lack of pass rush in both of those seasons was, was absolutely one thing that I can tell you was, was non-existent. Right. I mean, especially in 2018, they had like the least n- a number of sacks, in the league that year. And then they only had like two or three like interceptions total, like, uh, and that's an unacceptable, right. For a defense, like you have to have turnovers. And so we just didn't get the ball back. We didn't create turnovers. We didn't rush the passer and look at that. And the reason that I'm mentioning it is I, I think that is a priority, um, a heavy priority because Nick's coming back from injury. You don't want to like put way too much on his, on his shoulders week one, you know, and expect him to play, you know, all hundred percent of snaps, um, Ecubon from LA was there for, you know, I don't even know if he's playing a down of football again in his life. So to me, I'm still worried about those edges. I still want to, you know, collapse the pocket. I want to get demon pass rushers. I think that's going to be the, the most important thing aside from this quarterback thing that we've been talking about, like creating that, that type of pass rush is why to the Super Bowl two years ago. It's just point blank. That's just, that's the reason why we, we went to Super Bowl is, we had a demonic pass rush with all those first rounders on the line. So, um, and, and then receiver too, like, you know, we don't, I'm sorry, but I can't depend on Debo and Ayuk 16 games each because, you know, they, they the Ayuk obviously was, was a rookie, but, you know, I'm still looking for another guy. And I don't mean a rotational guy. Like I, I would love to find a guy in the draft that could, outbeat both of those two and be a primary X and be, and be a top receiver because, you know, Debo is great with, you know, some of the different, uh, you know, disguises and misdirections as well. Unless Ayuk turns into Devontae Adams, I'm I'm still looking for, you know, a, another guy. So I think wide receiver is important because the names you mentioned to me, I think had combined catches of like one or two last year combined. I mean, none of those guys do anything, you know, like they're, they're just. Oh, the, the like third and fourth string the, wide receivers? The, the, the fucking Jordan Matthews of the world and the Trent yeah. Taylors, like those guys create no separation. Like they, they just look like a bunch of bodies running around out there with like no business of wearing a uniform. So no, I, um, I still think you, receiver is huge. And yeah. you do want to let Debo and I play physical. So you're going to have to expect them to miss some games. Right. Right. But we don't need another Debo and IU guy. I, I want no. a guy that's, uh, you know, six, two, six, three, that, is a bigger body. Um, if you're going to get a smaller receiver again, then he better be like a, a Tyreek Hill mold where he's just stretching the field because he has, you know, blazing and can just basically, you know, give you those long, long stretches of deep passes that you're going to need in your offense to kind of stretch the field. So I um, I agree with you. I think to me, those are going to be the two. The, the cornerback with losing Richard Sherman, I, I can tell you I'm not comfortable right now with, with what we have still because, 
he was such a big part when he was playing, you know, creating, um, creating the type of game plan where you knew the quarterback wasn't going to be throwing his way a whole lot. And now, I mean, he just opened up the whole field because we, we just don't have a shutdown guy like that. Um, Barrett's good, but you know, I, I, I still would want to look for another guy that, that could even be a starter, um, week one. Yeah. Get that competition there as well. And, elevate the level of play of the other guys around him for sure for sure but yeah it's um it's gonna be fun man i mean i think we um we have a couple weeks left there's still some good free agents out there i would have wished they would have signed you know clowny or or alden smith and um i know you're not too high on those guys but uh todd Gurley's still out there for running back i mean there's there's still some good names you know so there's Hopefully. some good names, but are they good players? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know, I, I, I know you're not. Type you're of living man. in the past, pretty. You're living no, in the past. When you know Todd Gurley still had what 14 touchdowns uh, his last year in LA, and then he still had what double digit touchdowns last year. So, you know, the, the guy can still get into the end zone. I mean, the whole point of the game is to score points, right? I mean, isn't that the point of, of playing football? I mean, the reason we lost a lot of games last year wasn't because we had a terrible defense. Yeah, we didn't have the same pass rush as the year before, but we just couldn't score fucking points. And I'm just trying to, I'm just, I'm just trying to find guys that can get into the end zone. That's it's very simple. It's, a, it's money ball for me, you know? Yeah. Just, just trying, just trying to get W's man. That's, that's the name of the game, man. Just trying to get W's. That's going to be it for this episode. Be sure to be on the lookout for the next one, where we take a deeper look on who could be available for the 49ers with their later picks. Until next time.